Welcome back, dude, for another episode of Cynical Op, episode 113, which is 311 Backwards, which is I only know the Amber song from them. All right, dudes, what's going on, man? Another week we're here, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we've all processed the Smash Mouth death, so we can all continue living our lives. I mean, hey, look, that's what happens, man. Once we all go, everybody will continue to live their life, which is fucked up but it is the truth so let's keep it moving here um okay first thing dude all right this is a this is not a uh not a news article not a uh what do you call it it's not a topic at hand but do you and i say do you but i know you do have you ever and do you know somebody where (laughs) They all of a sudden, out of nowhere, have a side hustle that they cannot stop posting about. Now, I'm not trying to be dick because I understand you got a side hustle. You're trying to make some extra money. I get it. I respect you. I respect the hustle. We all need a little extra quiche. Okay, yes. This is not this is not a shitting on people with side hustles because shit if i fucking could ever try one or do one i would i mean i i resell some like streetwear but that's like once in a while whenever i feel like it it's not really a side hustle it's just it's there when i want it but not and i'm look i i've i've got plenty of people who do this but man like let me say this if your side hustle is gonna be a I don't know some sort of vitamin or some sort of mineral or a this is and this is nobody specific but this is just my thing all of a sudden out of nowhere companies are concerned with our hydration right maybe because it is fucking scorching hot out and I mean you couldn't you can cook an egg on the sidewalk almost virtually anywhere not everywhere but you know most places I don't, and you know what, real quick, I don't believe New York gets that hot. Like, I believe they get hot, but I don't believe they get that hot. Like, they need to come down here. Everybody who moved to Texas, all this fucking, the Texas is what they called it. Those motherfuckers are suffering. They can't believe it. They're like, holy shit. Anyways, all of a sudden, companies are, like, concerned about our hydration, right? They're like, dude, you're dehydrated. When really, I mean, were we, you know? I mean, yes, some people did and were, but, you know, you drink you drink some water, maybe you had a Gatorade around, but then you just drink some water, whatever. But all of a sudden, they're like, dude, you're dehydrated. Are you joking? And I'm like, I just had three bottles of water. Yeah, but your body's not truly absorbing that. Uh, what do you mean? Well, you need sodium in your drink. Well, isn't that salt? Isn't that kind of bad? Like, no, this is sodium that's good for you. And it's like, but I thought sodium was bad. No, it's but it's water salt, okay? Enjoy a nice, refreshing glass of water salt. I'm like, kind of feels like that cockroach did in Men in Black. Like, no, 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 that was sugar. That's completely different, you know? This is salt water that you're drinking to be hydrated. And I was like, it kind of sounds like a little bit of an oxymoron. They're like, no, 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 it's great. And we fucking put a sick-ass label on there. We call this fuck it. We call it Y Sport or Z Sport or whatever, you know, whatever dumbass letter plus sport at the end. J Sport, X Sport, uh, fucking T Sport. And you drink this even if you work in a fucking cubicle, dude. You're dehydrated in a cubicle, okay? 
you work at a bank, you're fucking dehydrated. When you count money and shit, you're dehydrated. You need this. So all of a sudden, right, all these companies are concerned with our hydration. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, you know, I, I come across somebody, they got a side hustle, and it's like, I won't tell you what it is because it might be too on the nose, but I'll just, it's a product that I go like, hmm, I don't think anybody fucking will go out of the way to hit you up for these things. Like, if I can buy this or if I can buy its, like, cousin, its, like, parallel product in a store, I'm just going to go to the store and get it because that's where you go buy things, dude. I, dude, here's a couple things I don't do. I don't know. It's just my my mom got it in my head that, like, you never know what people are going to give you. Don't ever take shit from anybody. I mean, take shit in the sense of, like, don't ever... If somebody hands you, I don't know, a fucking... Something out of nowhere, it could be poisoned. You know, my mom was... You know, my mom was a mom in the uh, early 80s. And all It's till now, okay? So, like, a lot of the... The, the fear-mongering propaganda of, like, people are poisoning your kid. Like, Halloween candy's got razor blades in it. You know, all this sort of shit. Like, there's ricin in the Powerade or there's fucking anthrax in, in your McDonald's burger, you know? So, it's you know, she always put me in this mindset of, like, yeah, if somebody offers you something, probably don't drink it because you don't know what they put in it. And I'm like, great, cool, curse forever. And I'll tell you this right now, dude. Somebody gave me a water bottle. And I thought it was poison or some shit. Okay, I can't make this shit up. I have this shit in my head where I'm like, they, they were offering me water. And I was like, no, thank you. They're all, no, no, no. They insisted on giving me water. First red flag, okay? Right there, dude. I've seen enough fucking interrogation videos. All these fucking, uh, <laughs> where people were being creepy or suspect. They insisted I take this water. I go, huh, strange, because my mom had fucking alerted me a lot in my head and told me that people might be out there willing to kill me. So I'm like, okay. So I take it just to be nice, but then, you know, I, I don't crack the shit open in front of me. No fucking way. And I take it with me, and I still don't drink it. I used that water bottle to wash my hands if I wasn't near uh, a place to wash my hands at work. So that's what I did. So I was like, well, if I get poisoned, my hands are poisoned. There's no way I'll get sick. You know, I won't feel it if my hands get poisoned. Anyways, uh, (laughs) so look, all this to say, if your side hustle is a product that, like, can be sold in the store or it's super scary. They're like, I sell candy bars that can make you lose weight. I'm like, first off, fucking no, right? Nothing, nothing of that word makes sense. I sell candy bars that make you lose weight. No, you don't. What you sell is some fucking poisonous extract they retrieved from like a rhino's tusk and they chopped it up in a bits and they put it into fucking chocolate bars and they're like, here, ingest this. And people go, dude, I want to lose five pounds. I'll, I'll eat it. And I'm like, I'm not that desperate. I'll just try to eat a little less. And so, like, I see this, and again, dude, again, I'm reiterating because, you know, people get their butt hurt a little bit when I when I knock a few things sometimes. But it's like, dude, it's going to be okay, all right? You're going to live. But it's like, dude, what, if you're going to do a side hustle, make sure it's a legit one. You know, like food, drinks, any sort of, like, uh, vitamin. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm, like, maybe because I'm paranoid. But I would never. Like, what was that fucking company? Herbalife. 
Okay, that fucking Herbalife company that was obviously a pyramid scheme. When when anybody told me they were doing Herbalife, I was like, ah, shit, man. Okay, well, you know, do you, man? Like, but I'm like, dude, it's not. You're gonna order. You're gonna get your first package. And if friends or family are nice, they'll order some from you. But 100%, that was just long clippings in a container. 100%, dude. This shit wasn't even approved by the FDA. But they were selling, I mean, there were so many class action lawsuits on Herbalife that I'm like, yeah, I didn't need to know that. When mainly girls, mainly girls would say like, yeah, I'm going to start selling Herbalife. I'm like, of course you are because somebody convinced you. That selling lawn clippings and then putting them in water was going to make you lose weight or some shit. And then, dude, my favorite was those photos of, like, before Herbalife, after Herbalife. And let me tell you something. There was not a fucking change in that person when I saw those photos. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're not because your diet is fucking, you know, weed whacker clippings. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not going to work. But, you know, I go, yeah, go for it, man. Sell, sell whatever you got. Do whatever you got to do. But, dude... Like Herbalife is one of those things where it's like nobody really needs that product. Okay, you got to sell a product that, you know, some people want to fucking do. Now, a legit side hustle from what I've been seeing is apparently you can buy complete garbage off this site called uh, Alibaba or something, and uh, and you can you can buy it for the cheap, and you can uh, uh, you can sell it at a higher rate on Amazon, and Amazon will keep your stuff there. You can send it to Amazon. They'll sell it for you. Uh, and, and and it sounds like a legit side hustle. You're like, oh, okay, this is great. This is awesome. Like, uh, But you, you can buy products off this Alibaba that are like, like I said, cheap, but they're very, I guess people might need them. I don't really know. But that seems like a legit side hustle because one, you just buy the shit for the low and you sell it for the high and Amazon does all your shit for you. Now that sounds, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, dude, fucking keep going. Hell yeah. But you tell me you uh, like selling Herbalife, I'm going to be like, dude, but just go cut your grass and you got your 100% profit right there, dude. It's like, I know the one time <clears throat> I talked about, um, you know, these people trying to get me to sell electricity and I'm like, fuck no, man. I see these people. <clears throat> outside the grocery store trying to sell electricity i'm like shout out to you for fucking you know trying but fuck no man and my shit like you know the shit they try to get me involved in was like a pyramid scheme so um, luckily i had the hindsight enough to to like tr- dodge that bullet but look my thing is don't try to side hustle something that you could already kind of buy in the store all right that's all i'm saying like and the only people who can get away with this are the Girl Scouts. Yeah, they, they sell these rare cookies that, like, apparently you can't buy ever. And so when they come around once or twice a year, whatever, like, see, they got the real hustle because they can make millions because they, they control their uh, they control their product in that way. And uh, so unless you have that kind of control, like the Girl Scouts, I'd say, like, and just sell drugs or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, no, yeah. Um, let's see, man. Let's see what we got this week. Um, Yeah, dude. <clears throat> really quick. Not really quick, but they're trying to... I don't know what they're trying to do with this, this new wave of COVID. Uh, it seems like they're trying... <clears throat> they, like, if they... I don't know. A couple guys I work with got COVID or whatever, and they got past it. I don't even know if they were vaxxed, but 
Dude, there's this trippy video of this comedian and she is on stage and she's bragging about like she got the vaccine, she got double vaxxed, boosted, like look all in all, I think she talked about like six shots, dude. Crazy. And um this is I mean, dude, you cannot write this anything better. This is this is that Simpsons type shit I'm talking about. She's on stage performing and she's bragging about how many COVID shots she's had, how many times she's been boosted, double boosted, triple boosted, whatever. She then, within two seconds, faints or like has like, dude, it's crazy. Like as she's bragging within seconds and then people think the, the, uh, the audience thinks it's part of the bit, dude. It's a fucking crazy video, man. And she she falls like, and I, I don't know if she hits her head or anything, but she passes out, and people are laughing because they think it's part of the bit, which I get because you're talking about how <clears throat> how like I don't know responsible you are by taking these shots and stuff. And uh, I was just like, <laughs> holy shit, man, like fuck like if there was ever a video to be like yeah stop getting these shots it was that and i mean it writes itself man and 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 it's a crazy thing because um yeah this this strain of covid came back and i was like dude i think we're all we're done and they fucked up see this is this how they fucked up because now like if any sort of sickness were to happen it would have to be so extreme that, like, I mean, dude, because you locked us down already for two years. Like, anybody who is a, a, awake, or awake, alive for the rest of their time are going to be like, dude, COVID was, just, like, you already cried wolf on us. And we and we listened and we were scared and we did the whole thing that if another one comes around that's fucking even more deadlier, that's going to suck because people are like, nah, fuck it, I already did the lockdown thing once in my life. I'm not giving you guys another fucking two years, like... I mean, that whole time is such a blur. It's fucking crazy. Like, I turned 31 and 32 and don't even remember those. I mean, I just remember going to work and, like, that was it. Because everything was shut down. And, uh... So, this this new strain of COVID, dude, nobody... I don't see anybody really worried about it. Uh, You know, they're they're trying to... Some places we're talking about bringing back mask mandates. I'm like, dude, look, at this point, it's if you want to wear it, wear it. But then the rest of us are just going to try to fucking, we're going to go about our business. And I know, I'm shit, me just being getting over sick. It wasn't COVID, but it was something, like I said, like a sinus infection. And, uh, you know, being sick, it does fucking suck, but it's also like, you know, it's, I guess it's like part about being human. And of course, being sick to the point where you can like, fight it and like you know it it helps boost your immune system in a way it kind of uh not boosts it but it like it learns and it's like all right cool if i if something i come in contact with it i already fight it i got the shit inside me to fight it it's all good right but they need to drop this fucking round 16 code i was like dude we're past this shit we're so we're done man we can't we can't even we won't even give you another day you know they asked for it i'm sorry we can't you you maxed out your fucking your quarantine your quarantine points, dude. We're we're over it. We're done. Um Dude, like, you know what? 
Okay, the the this big pop culture theory that these artists are getting cloned for reasons beyond me. Now, the first, I guess, the first clonage we can talk about is that Paul McCartney. If you haven't checked out my app about fake pool, fucking peep game, or check out the documentary itself. But I guess. So look, the, the, a couple of celebrities they say have been cloned is Avril Lavigne for some fucking reason. Recently, Jamie Foxx, they're trying to say Kevin Hart, uh, and now somewhere out of nowhere, Eminem, okay? As if we didn't have enough cloning sauce, they go like, let's make, let's clone Eminem. And look, honestly, 100%, is there some shady shit going down somewhere in the world? Yes. Is it below Antarctica? There's a secret laboratory? Probably so. I don't know. Who knows where this shit is? But you're going to tell me nothing is not going on? I don't know if they're cloning these people. I can't say with 100% like sureness. Let's pretend that's a word. That these people aren't getting cloned. Maybe they are. Fucking maybe they are, dude. I don't know if they're replacing them with people and then giving them facial surgery or uh, cloning, actually cloning them. The only thing I could think of is is that, you know, Eminem could be like, fuck, I finally get to go on vacation now. And like, I have to perform these concerts, but I don't want to. Let me just send my clone. Maybe the clones aren't bad. You know what? Maybe they're just, hey, man, I, there's some shit I got to do. You know what I got to do. We share the same brain. So let's just, you just do the concerts and I'll just relax backstage. You know what I mean? I don't know. But what what purpose would there serve to have a, a cloned Jamie Foxx? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a great actor. He's a funny guy. But cloning him to accomplish what? And again, maybe they got a bigger, a way bigger goal than we could imagine. But, it, you know, w- what happens to to the other guy? You know, do they get rid of whatever? And then you have this... Uh, there's this, I guess he's a rapper, but he's all tatted up and and he claims to 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 have been in the music industry and that like the, the cloning is for real and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, man, but who knows who knows if that's even fucking real, you know? I just think like Eminem of all people to clone. Like, why wouldn't you have cloned Joe Biden and made <laughs> made the clone a little bit small? I don't know, like or maybe that is the clone and it's fucking up, you know? It's it's it can't talk, right? Maybe Joe Biden's just asleep, you know? Uh for a very long time. But yeah, I don't get the cloning the celebrity type shit. Like okay, sure they can comply, but like how far do you need them to comply? Like like what what do you try to ask of them, you know? And so yeah, the the, the cloning of the celebrities I I, I got to say is just I don't think it's real, but you know, all this, all this shit's always fun to like, to talk about, man. It's, 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 it's a, to me, it's entertaining as fuck to, I mean, we have so many theories. I mean, we can't even begin to start, dude. Like, it's insane. But, uh, like, people don't believe space is real, which is okay. It's just fine. I mean, let them believe that, uh, space isn't real. But, I mean, again, fucking, uh, wild it would be a trip if this was all truly a simulation like i mean when you die like you just 
respawn somewhere else or as a different person or or what man but yeah man i don't know <laughs> i see man. i got oh dude the the strike I guess they're going after games now um, because, like, a lot more of the games obviously have uh, actors in them voicing the characters and, like, having to do a lot more. I mean, shit, some of the uh, – there was a game, dude, where the homie from from The Walking Dead, what was his name? Uh, he was in the game, so he voiced them, and they, and they got his likeness for it. Also, one of the the girl in The Boys – uh, she's the Asian, like the Asian lady from that show. She was also in a, in a game, and and she did all that shit. So the strike is trying to like now cross over to video games, which I guess is cool. But look, I also got to say, dude, one hundred percent. I don't think anybody gives a fuck about this strike anymore. To be honest, like it's their fight completely and totally, man. Like if they're trying to reach out for sympathy, they don't fucking got it from us, dude. We're fucking working class people. We're just. We're just the people you entertain. We don't really care how you get served. Like, yes, sure, we want you to get paid a decent wage and have health insurance. Okay, that's baseline. But none of us are going to fucking repost. or No, dude, because we got so much better shit to do. This seems like a you problem. You guys figure it out, get what you need, and then come back to us. Dude, I was thinking about it. I was like, even if I started from when film and TV first started, I would die before I would even catch up to this year of shit I could watch. It's it's insane. There, there's so much to watch. There's so much content. They think that we are, you know, uh, waiting just to see what drops. It's like, yes, sure we are. But it also has to be good for for us to really go there. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, like, we're, we're like the working class, man. We don't – we don't really care – about the strike like that like uh, i'm not trying to be dick but it's just like that's that's all you guys i mean get it together so you know we can get this fucking loki season three or whenever after two drops you know let's get this shit together hurry fast because i mean i i don't know what the stopping point is yet because so many movies have been coming out but i think they the deal is they can't like um what do you call it they can't promote their movie you know, and some of them have some of their biggest movies coming out and they still can't talk about it. I'd be like, let's hold on to this shit so I can win a fucking award, man. <laughs> but no, they're just, uh, I mean, I guess video game people need help too. They're like, oh, well, we got you a copy of the game. Is I mean, did you want money? I I can get you a second controller half off if you do the voice for this video game. I mean, that's the best I got, you know. I can, we'll put a PlayStation 5 on layaway for you. We'll do the first three payments and then you can just take the rest of it. Is, is that not good payment enough? You know? But yeah, dude, I, I, I sit, I sit around and I go like, I wonder if these guys think like we are craving their entertainment because honestly, I gotta say, not really. Yes, there's a few shows I'm like, I would like to see continue, but if they didn't fucking, then what can I do about it? You know, uh, you know, the studios want to make money, actors want to make money, 
They can't seem to fucking come to an agreement. Who knows? Let's see what happens, man. And then everybody who's an actor will have to get a normal job. Could you imagine? Fucking Jennifer Aniston working at Starbucks. No, that bitch is rich as shit, though, dude. She got friends money. She doesn't have to work again. She works for fun. Like, she's like, uh, yeah, I guess I'll do that. You know, but the people who don't work for fun, like, <laughs> the who don't have friends money or Seinfeld money, apparently the only two fucking most successful shows ever. If you weren't in any of those, nor is your name Larry David or uh, fucking Matthew Perry, whatever, you're not making it, you know, it's just the way it is, but, uh, I mean, I appreciate the video game people, I mean, fucking, I played Red Dead Redemption 2, and I was like, yeah, this shit's a shit, I mean, who knows how many lines and, and dialogue that people have to go in there and do, and, I mean, you have to have coughing sounds, spinning sounds, I mean, it's insane, yeah, I mean, look, if anything, those people should get paid, for sure, like, off top. The shit they got to do just for a video game. I mean, I appreciate them a lot. You know, you got to make all grunt. You got to, you basically have to make a realistic character with all sounds and and, and things humans would do, you know, in, in this sort of real life open open world game. So let's pay these dudes better than a PlayStation 5 with three layaway payments on it. Can we? I don't know if we uh if i had talked about this on any of the previous pods but uh green day celebrating 30 years of dookie uh well technically i think it comes out i think the anniversary is next year but i don't know why they're doing everything this year um <coughs> but uh dude like who has the hindsight i feel like we did talk about this maybe fuck it i don't know we're gonna do it again here we go but who has the hindsight of like keeping those demos or keeping like all these recordings? I mean, maybe they don't choose to keep them. Maybe that's just like what they were. They were trying to figure the songs out. So they're like, oh, okay, like we'll record these, we'll put these down, and then, you know, we'll see what happens. But it's crazy to me because, um, you hear uh, Basket Case, like the demo version, like wh- how how they were trying to work it out. It's a completely different song. It's, yeah, and you know, most of these songs don't have drums in them. It's just like Billy Joe and the guitar. But you think like, like the lyrics are so different from the now released Basket Case. I mean, when I come around, in my opinion, is probably the best version of itself just because... I mean, when I come around, it's already kind of a slow rock, uh, slow rock song. But I mean, it, it it has both worlds where it's like it's a fucking great riff, and it's a simple, like four chords. That's it. And uh, <clears throat> and dude, that was the, that was the greatest thing was when I first got a guitar, and I was like, dude, it's gonna be so difficult playing all these songs I like. Like it, the, these people are complicated, and I found out like most bands all use the same four chords, and it's fine and it's good because it, it all you know it depends how fast you play, how slow you play, how melodic it is. Like, I mean, some people will definitely surprise you on sounds like No Effects, Bad Religion. These guys they have like they really bring a little something different to the table, but for the most part, um, a lot of you know the music I was into is, is you know. 
for the most part, the same kind, you know, like, well, it's not the same kind. It's just that they use the same four chords or, you know, same melodic keys, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. I'm not a fucking song expert. I just know, you know, but so when I was learning when I come around, I was like, oh, this is just like, what's my age again? But like cleaner because it is the same chord progression, but it's just it's just down one, you know, uh, and so so it's cool you know what i mean and so when i listen to the the older chord and when it come around i was like man like i don't know it gives me the vibe of me and my homies were talking and he he compared it to like weezer meets like red hot chili peppers and it's like yeah i get that because the sound i feel like you can only make music for the time you're in like very I think very rarely can you make music that lasts decades, you know? Um, obviously, there's been groups that did Michael Jackson, the, the Beatles. Uh, obviously, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Look, okay? No, you know, I'm not fucking sorry. I don't think Taylor Swift's music is going to last that fucking long. I think it's great for this 10 15 year era she's been in i think that's great i just don't know if it's gonna stand the test of time i mean definitely with the white girls who were in a sorority for sure as they grow up but i mean i'm not even saying green day's music or like blink's music is gonna like stand the test of time i think a lot of the times they make music for the now and those who are true fans will go back and visit because they love the music so it's all good but, uh, you know, it's hard to, like, think of, oh, how can I try to make this song last another 20 years? I mean, now even all the classic rock stuff. I mean, Queen, you have, like, ACDC. They're all using for, like, fucking laundry detergent, you know. And that's another thing, too, I've been seeing is, like, a lot of the old rap songs, like, uh, I don't know, Salt and Pepper's Push It. I like Big Butts uh, by, what's his name? Whatever... You know, all these old hip-hop songs are now like, oh, new from Clorox. And then it's like, want you to wash it. It's like, oh, okay, you you switched the push with wash and Clorox commercial. Oh, okay, clever, super clever. Though, yeah, we paid them. No, we, we literally paid salt and pepper in salt and pepper. They got nothing from this deal because... <laughs> Because everybody but the artist himself owns that shit, man. Anyways. Um, so they're coming, they have a third year. It's it's real good to see, man. Like, I wish, I mean, I wish the bands I was into did this a lot more. Um, a lot of them, you know, wait till. I mean, I love the inside baseball of it all, man. I love to hear, like, just the industry talk. Because, you know. Fuck, man, in the 90s, you were like, you just knew of a movie star or you knew, but there was no way you were getting close to him whatsoever. You were in small town USA. You were never going to run into these motherfuckers. I mean, like, your city had to be bigger for them to even go on tour. Like, I went to my first concert when I was 13. That's like a lot of most you know people's first things. And I couldn't believe I was watching Bad Religion on the stage. I was like, holy shit, dude, like. I listen to these guys and now they're right in front of me. And then as, as I kept going to shows and concerts, it, it, you know, 
as my city started like gaining some sort of like traction to to bring other bands down you you, you can't believe like you've seen you know live music and obviously you go and travel and you do all that and it's still a trip man i think like one of my one of my favorite shows i went to was newfound glory they came to my city it was fresh off that it was the album after sticks and stones i forgot what it was called uh it's called catalyst and uh dude seeing them live was so fucking sick i mean like at the height of newfound glory too it was like it was the sickest show it was like a good time um and it kind of sucks man that place this concert place i used to go to a lot i mean where i went to go see my first show i don't think it's doing so hot i think after the pandemic it really kind of hurt them financially like it feels like they were like the check the check venue they were like all right fuck man we need a big band to get us through these next couple of months and then you know whatever they they will get journey or some shit and that sold out because i mean journey is just one of those bands that like yeah people are gonna go see them even if they don't like them plus the radio ticket gives away like five thousand fucking tickets they're like who gives a shit it's journey if you don't like journey you're not an american you know so the radio station will like paper their fucking the room because who gives a shit it's like you don't got to be a true journey fan like i have not met a true journey fan to be honest with you like because now it's all you know diluted to like oh i just boy, i just bought this shirt at a fucking h&m whatever it's like somebody for somebody to come up to me and talk to me about like i am the hugest journey fan here are all their albums here's the backstory on the drummer i'm like nobody does that you know what i'm saying and also because i don't know people who are fucking like 50 and up who would be fans of journey you know what i mean grew up with that obviously you know but Dude, where did I go with this? I love, I love when I catch myself in as I'm just talking, and I go, "Where did I come? Where was my last stop?" You know, <laughs> I guess it's just a music appreciation talk, man. Because um, uh, nothing's really going on, you know. <laughs> I mean, there is shit going on, but you know, sometimes like I didn't bring up the whole fucking Barbenheimer shit because. It's like I hated that marketing, you know, to be honest. And fuck it, while we're here, we're here. Let's just kind of talk about it. I just hated that marketing. I hated that, like, you know, fucking Titanic destroyed movies that came out on the weekend that it did. Like, fun fact, uh, Half-Baked and Titanic came out on the same weekend. You didn't see marketing go, oh, are you going to go see fucking Half-Titanic? <laughs> I mean cruel joke and considering what happened to it you know as it split but that would have been great but no they didn't do that they go like oh you're gonna open your movie the same week as titanic good fucking luck you know and it and it bombed half-baked fucking bombed i think it made like 24 dollars total like worldwide dude i was at the fucking premiere of titanic and they did an intermission which was the first time that ever happened it was kind of weird where people like got up went to the restroom got popcorn refills, did all this whole shit, and we watched the the other half of the movie because it was the first time it was three hours. I remember thinking, like, holy shit, I'm in a mo- I'm like, I'm going to live here, dude. This is where I'm going to live in this movie theater because Titanic is three fucking hours long. Thinking, like, hour 20, they did an intermission, and then the rest of the movie they did the rest, but it was kind of, it was weird, you know? And so, uh, yeah, like, Half-Baked opened that same weekend. Deh do 
shit guy there was no fucking promotion for that there was no like ah you know who's gonna go what movie you gonna go see i gotta see what other movies opened against fucking titanic on that but i i I just thought this whole marketing was stupid it was like which one are you gonna go see because we gotta support movies and these are both like two of the biggest films i honestly believe christopher nolan's like why the fuck did i choose this date dude like i bet you he's fucking kicking himself um after the fact let me see which movies uh, let's see which ones opened up against titanic which movies opened up against titanic i can type slow as shit okay here we go um i mean this is for like every movie that came out i guess during that time uh, the weekend of December 19th, Tomorrow Never Dies, uh, As Good As It Gets, and Jackie Brown, and American Werewolf in Paris, I remember that movie, let's see, Firestorm, don't really remember that one, Half-Baked and Hard Rain, Spice World and the Phantoms, Great Expectations, Desperate Measures, Deep Rising. Shout out Deep Rising. Remember that one. The Replacement Killers, Blues Brothers 2000. I I honestly remember the signage for Blues Brothers 2000 because I was it, it was around that era where because it was the millennium, every movie was like 2000, you know? Godzilla 2000, Blues Brothers 2000, fucking fucking uh, toy story 2000 you know like whatever everybody was doing 2000 you know it was it was that time and i was like yeah well we all know just let it be the the movie that it's gonna be why i had a 2000 on it the wedding singer sphere and the borrowers um god damn and see look i guess when the movie opened it was from december it's still going on to february uh let's see february 27th um march 6th jesus christ uh this can't be right am i am i getting the real the details here every movie titanic defeated the box office during its initial run yeah so fuck crazy dude the titanic i don't even know how much money titanic made i know it crossed the billy it had to it had to have crossed the billy, but, um, dude, that's so fucking crazy. So, like, I didn't talk about the Barbenheimer shit because I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of weak. Like, I don't think that the Barbie movie was stupid and I don't think the Oppenheimer was the greatest film ever, but I just, I just hated that marketing of, like, let's be fair. Who you guys going to go see is Barbie's at Oppenheimer. It's like, look, dude, I know the people who are going to go watch Barbie for sure. You don't got to ask. I can spot them when I see them. You know what I mean? Like, that chick's going to go watch Barbie for sure. Oh, that dude who claims to be a feminist is going to go watch Barbie for sure. You know? And then everybody else goes to watch Oppenheimer. You know? And I haven't seen it yet. Uh, Oppenheimer, I want to. Uh, Maybe I'll find some time eventually when it streams. But uh, it's because it's always kind of dangerous about, you know, when you have like a cast of, of... these like A-list celebrities and I, at least me, that's what I think. I think like sometimes, I mean, look at Half-Baked, no celebrities, cult classic, you know? And I mean, they have celebrities, but I mean, at the time, nobody fucking knew or cared who they were. And 
Um, yeah, so like I'll, I'll watch it. I'm just always skeptical because it's like when you have all the A-listers, you're just almost, I feel like you're almost just waiting for them to come on screen. You're like, what's their role in all this, you know? And then but what I did appreciate, though, was that because people found out that uh, Josh, what's his name? From Drake and Josh? Josh. J- Josh Josherson. <laughs> when Josh Josherson was in Oppenheimer, uh, what I appreciate was people were making like Drake and Josh references, but based on on Oppenheimer. It's like, dude, that's another thing too that like, you know, uh, I felt like in the '90s, maybe 2000s, like if somebody did a role, they were known for that role regardless of what any anything else they did. Only a few people got to escape that sort of claim to fame right you know like i'm gonna tell you right now straight up i was a kid i was a child i thought the lady in selena who shot selena was the real yolanda and so when i saw her acting in movies i said hey what is she doing she killed selena in my mind i was i was i was under 10 so please i was like and i, and I know you're thinking like oh it's still kind of old okay i was younger than that when that movie came out i was like six i think or seven yeah it had to be 1996 uh, cause they did a movie two years later, uh, when she died. So I remember thinking like, ah, the lady who shot her is free doing movies. How could they do this? I didn't understand. Like you could be different characters and different people. I was just kind of like, you know, <laughs> so who else was that for me? I was like, uh, I think like Nev Campbell, I couldn't really shake, uh, nor did I want to shake the, the Nev Campbell I saw in wild things way before i was supposed to and i see in other movies i'm like holy shit there's that chick again dude what's she gonna do in this one you know you're kind of just wondering um and i mean you know so it was like it was at that time i (laughs) i I couldn't i didn't separate actors and movies and stuff so um fuck where was i going with that now now i'm Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Josh Josherson. I don't know his what's his last name. Fucking Josh Peck. God damn it, dude. Got it. I mean, and it's hard for me to look at him too without seeing Drake and Josh. He was so iconic on that show. Like it was just maybe comedy sticks with you more because you know they make you laugh or whatever. I mean, I I think the show was a little bit after what I would have cared to watch, but apparently it was a hit show. So you know. But but shout out to him for fucking going on and, and doing more, like not just letting that be the end all be all of his career. He was just like, oh, I'm gonna keep trying. And uh, I've, I've listened to some interviews of him and all that shit. Like you know, he, he seems like a cool fucking guy. But uh, yeah, I don't want to bring up that Barbenheimer shit. I thought it was stupid. I was like, just go watch the fucking movies, okay? Because anyways, the streamers are single-handedly taking down movie theaters because i'm telling you right now dude like movie theaters were an event like you you did the shits when you went there like you you went out it was it was like going out dude and it's crazy because the other night i'm driving and i see this uh do you remember those big ass lights that they would like crisscross each other to let you know hey something here is open follow the lights and you'll you'll find us I knew something opened. Well, dude, when they opened a new movie theater in my city, like, they had the lights. It was a whole event, dude. I mean, you went, you saw, you sat down. It was great. Same movie theater, just three owners later, and it's like, oh, it's a pile of shit. But you remember the good days. It was an event to go out when, like, 
when you went to go see a movie, like your whole family went, you know, I, I don't doubt families don't go now, but I'm definitely seeing like, I feel like I see more just adults going because I don't know, maybe adults now that grew up, millennials that grew up were like, I don't want to go see a fucking kids movie, you know, when our parents so gladly took us to go see our shit. Um, I don't know, you know, it, it was a whole thing and it feels like that's not the case anymore. It feels like now they have to release something to really get us out there. And maybe that also has to do with like time and money and work where it's like, yeah, like I can go to the movies, but it's going to cost this much for that's probably what it honestly is down to, bro, because what was the cost of a ticket when I was a kid? Six bucks, maybe each person. OK, and still like I get it, I'm, I'm assuming the 90s, the prices are kind of, you know, there. But, dude, if you want to take a family of four to a fucking movie theater now, tickets alone are going to be OK, 50 bucks. 60 let's just say you want popcorn they want their own hot they want their own drink you want your own drink you're walking out of there 120 easy no question bro there's no question everybody wants their own drink i remember dude when i could get my own drink when i didn't have to share with my sisters you know thinking back now like we'd get a large sprite and we just had to share it i thought it was completely well, we'd have our own straw okay but still you know you're trying to like you're going to the movie theater uh, you're watching the movie and you're drinking some of the Sprite and then your sister goes to drink some and she's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, I don't know what happened. Fucking... There must be a hole. There must be, there's a leak underneath. There's a leak. It's sweating so much. It's, you know, <laughs> but with the whole Barbenheimer trend, I was like, nah, I just, just go fucking watch what you want to watch. And I don't know, like. Man, why did, when did I become so fucking, like, jaded on all this shit, you know? I mean, I guess maybe when things lost their luster, when uh, slowly everything we knew to be true started decaying away, you know? I mean, what a, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to see what the Gen Z, not even Gen Z, but the, the generation after. Like, oh, man, like, they, they, like, what? Like, I don't. Oh, they closed down a Walmart. I don't know. Like, what do they have that's not a tablet or, like, a screen? Maybe, like, Roblox. If Roblox shuts down. Like, oh, they shut the server down to Roblox. It's not like it used to be when I was a kid. You know, maybe that's what it is, right? Games and servers and fucking... Fuck, man. They finally closed that chat on Discord about, like, you know, fucking people in power lizard people. That was my favorite forum, man. Fuck. <laughs> Except I had to say goodbye to KB Toys, Blockbusters, Kmart's, all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, we, we had places to go. We had fucking things to do. And now it's just kind of like, oh, this app that was popular for a long time just got deleted. I, I feel like shit now. <laughs> That'll be the... Right? That, that would be the thing. The, the app is the new store to the younger generation. They're like, fuck, they shut down the server to fucking... Uh, whatever you know plug your app in here you know and uh yeah i don't know i wonder if it's gonna be something like that <laughs> so dude let's move it along here a little bit and let's talk about something called the fucking iphone 15 dude or as i like to call it the same shit as last year dude look 
every year I think they try to make a point, right, as it to be like, this is the, uh, what do you call it? Like the, it, it's like their one main thing they're going after. I guess attraction for you to get the phone. And to me, what it looks like is that now the container of the phone, like the edges of it are like titanium. And I'm like, cool, dude. Cool. I mean, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know what we're doing here anymore, man. Like, look, all should aside, yes, having a phone this good is good enough. And it really is. I mean, you could fucking... The other day I realized, I was like, I don't use a computer anymore because my phone is my computer. It's crazy. Like, I don't think you need a desktop or a laptop. I mean, you do if you're in certain, obviously, fields where your phone can't do that, but... If you're just an average person and you don't really almost need a computer, dude, to be fucking honest with you, like, again, I'm saying if you don't need to fucking blow up PDFs or whatever, JPEGs or uh, <laughs> you need JPEGs to watch your peg video, like, I think I think you're good, dude. Like, for the most part, it is a computer like that, that old adage of like, I don't have a computer at home. I'd be like. Check your fucking pocket, kid. You're good. You can get it done. I mean, look, to be honest, I write shit down now on my phone, like on the notes app. Like, that's what I do. Like, if I have a reminder or, uh, uh, you know, if I have like a joke idea or any sort of idea, I'll like write it down immediately in the phone. Like the idea of pen and paper or like pencil and paper. I don't know. It's, It's just like I can't. For me to find one close to me, yeah, it's going to be near impossible. So the the phone is great, okay? I want to mention that because I don't want to sound like a total asshole to be like, this shit sucks, man. Fucking, I know it comes off like that. I, I am aware how great this device is. That's straight up. And I'm saying that also to protect myself from the future AI. Look, dude, you're fucking super useful. I fuck with you. You're all good AI. So now that I'm on the good graces, let's talk about the bullshit, dude. Because look. It's not my fault. It's not any of our faults that they told us or they, they, they bred us to believe that every year it gets better, okay? If they were just like, hey, look, jobs died. I'm going to be straight with y'all. It ain't looking so good over here. Like, we don't really give a fuck that much about what you guys have in your phone. That guy did. That guy gave a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm just trying to keep numbers up. And I, I recently saw that... Um, uh, even though like a lot of smartphone uh, companies are like struggling, Apple's still on the up and up, dude. And I and I attribute that to to how they fucking basically discriminate on Android. You know what I mean? Like, and you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that fucking green bubble, dude. Because you get a green bubble text. Let's admit it. Apple did it geniusly by going like the thing is they don't even got to change the colors. What I heard. They don't have to change the color. It could be a blue text, but they said, nah, you know what? We're going to make sure people get get noticed that you're talking through an Android or a Samsung. All good phones, by the way, I'm assuming, because obviously they can do the dude. One of the first phones I had after the iPhone, it was the 3G because they did the iPhone and the iPhone 3G was the second one up. I was like, where's part two at, though? You know, they never did a part two. It was always iPhone, iPhone 3G, then the 4G. But where is that too? You know. Anyways, um, 
I got, I couldn't afford the fucking, in, uh, the, the iPhone. So I went, I literally was like, this is no bullshit. I was on a service provider. I was like, they're not good. Uh, my current one was like, no, we can't do that. Cause of this and that I literally switched up. This is how bad I wanted an iPhone. Like I was, a t- I was a teen. I wanted an iPhone so bad. I was like, I'll do fucking, I got to get something close to it. So idiotic me switched the providers just to get the Samsung Instinct, which, I mean, look, it's very easy to call the Instinct, the fucking whatever, stink in, whatever, whatever you want to do. Easy joke, right? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Instinct, all right? It sucked, dude. Let me tell you, because it was, the, the Game Boy Color, to me, was a better Dude, it was a touchscreen thing, but it lagged so fucking hard. Like, when you would swipe up, it, like, it did a half... It was, like, a second of, like, okay, let me catch up! You know, as you swiped, it was like, all right. Like, it was like this. Like, you swipe, and then it goes... Like, it just would do it after. You swipe, and then it was like, okay, here we go. It it, it wasn't good at all. But I was... That's how bad iPhone got everybody. I mean, it it was the first of its kind. It changed the fucking cell phone game. It killed BlackBerry. Like, there is the movie out now about the BlackBerry. And it was... The BlackBerry phone was, like, a huge... For, like, businesses and shit. and, and, And it was a very popular phone, I remember. Like, during the cell phone rise, I think it was... uh Obviously, I had, like, the sidekick, one of the bigger, like, uh, inventions. You could, like, it was that whole swipe up shit. It was, it was, people wanted it. Then you had the Razer flip phone. And then competing with the Razer was, like, the BlackBerry. The BlackBerry was, like, releasing all these different colors, whatever, that little scrolling ball. Like, the, the keypad, uh, dude. I hated that keypad. I, I, you know, I never had a BlackBerry. Uh, I had a brick, and then I had an in, uh, and had a flip phone, and then I had a fucking what did I have after that? A couple like two flip phones, then the Instinct, and then later on the iPhone. But, but I never fucked with the BlackBerry because I couldn't get with I couldn't get down with that keyboard. Dude, this shit looked whack as fuck. I was like, I don't understand it. Like, where's T nine at? All right, and if you know, you know. Dude, I used to be able to text while driving, but, like, not even look at my phone because it would basically already finish the shit for you. You would text and, like, uh, it knew what you were going to say, so you just chose the first word. Like, it was crazy how we did it. And, like, I would, like, double check sometimes, but I really wouldn't because I know, like, I know what I sent, you know. Um, And, dude, it it was a time. It was, like, my generation is always – I think we were – like for the sake of pop culture and for the sake of shit happening around, I think we were part of like the coolest. Obviously, now we're part of the fucked, right? Because nobody can afford a home. Everybody's they kept minimum wage the same for twenty years, so it's like, <laughs> uh, and the fucking prices went up doubled since whatever. Who knows? You know, you know what's going on. But they were like, "Hey, but we gave you the fucking pop culture life," and I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay, okay, all right, thank you." But it's like uh, so much happened technology-wise that we were like each year we're like, what the fuck is up next? What the fuck is up next? What the fuck is up there? You know, it was just always getting better. And you're like, there's no way. There's no way they're going to do Diet Pepsi Max. You're joking, right? Diet Pepsi Max? It's already diet. So you, if you're trying to lose weight, you're good. But now Max? Oh, my God. 
what it's like to live in 2011. This is great, you know? And so I don't even know if that's around anymore. They were like, yeah, let's just drop it. What's so fucking max about it now? You know, now they do the nitro. It's nitro. Just pour it fucking cooler. It looks cooler when you pour it. I don't know. Uh, you know what? If Coke's not doing it, then why the fuck is anybody doing it? You know, I'm sorry. I don't even like Coke, but I go, I mean, Coke's the guy. It's like there's Nike, there's McDonald's, there's Coke. That's it, dude. Yeah, they're like, they were the... They all struggled in their own way, but now they're the top of their game. You can't fucking swat them down. Anyways. Um, so my generation, yeah, was part of like that growing and each year got better. You know, we couldn't believe what was coming out next and it just got better and better than the iPhone. The iPhone got, you know, and then it became more readily available and we, we could, people could actually own it. And it was like a thing like. I know when I, the first iPhone I got was the 4 or the 4G. I don't even know what it was called. It was the 4. I got it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit. I got a case for it. I mean, dude, it was like, ah, you know. And and Apple did this great thing that a lot of companies do where it's not just you got the thing. Because, you, you know, typically the, the whole anticipation is getting it, wanting it, and, and, and you know, and then once you finally have it, the feeling of that item drastically drops, right? Your your blood sugar level just goes like, oh, okay, well, I have the thing now. So now I can rely. But Apple did this really great thing, man. I don't know. What, what do you call it? If it was fucking hypnosis over the screens, whatever you want to call it. But they created like a whole new class of people who had these phones. You know what I mean? Like, because... You know, I had that phone. I'm not going to say that I felt superior to others, but when they talked to me, they had to fucking talk to me different now, guy. You know? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. Let's switch your whole tone up. I'm holding a 4G here. What are you doing? Or a 4, whatever they called it. I don't know. It was, it was, they did this thing, at least to me, that, that it classed uh, some people. It was like, and, and, dude, I had a decent job at the time. It wasn't anything. Most of my money was going to this phone, so it didn't matter. I was an idiot, you know, um, thought that all that stuff mattered. But um, it, it, you had it, and it, you know, maybe not to you, but at least to me, I was like, whoa, I have this thing. And that's what products do, right? Products make you feel good for a second, but then that, that feeling drops immediately. But the iPhone kind of kept it there because you kind of felt part of this, like, group right of people i mean it's the same with anything with sneakerheads with uh collectors of whatever pokemon cards which i'm like dude i get real quick i get that like pokemon cards have become a thing now like in the trade card industry but dude like don't be a guy don't be a guy and like just collect them like be a youtuber and collect them so you can make you know it makes sense like i mean dude when i hear about people like you know, look again, but if it's your fucking hobby, I guess, sure. But don't, dude, I feel like people chasing these cars is the same thing as a lottery. Like, you, you see and you hear about people winning and you go, holy shit, that could be me, dude. So, what do you do? You run off, you go buy some scratchers, and you go, like, any day now, fucking thousand dollars later, you're like, ha, I've won some, but not enough. And that's what that's gonna be like, too. I mean, yeah, like, sure, you can pull a card, it'll be great. But again, you're over 30. Come on, relax a little, okay? Like, buy them 
the whole thing, anything you do should be because you want to. If it's to get rich, you will be let down, I feel like, a thousand percent of the time. You know, this podcast, I'm making zero dollars. I love doing this because I love doing it. And I'll do it till I don't like doing it anymore, you know. But I'm here and I'm doing this shit. I'm not making anything on this, but I'm good. I'm okay because I love doing this. It, 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 it helps me do what I got to do, like, creatively to get my shit out there. There's other things I do that make me happy and, and, and creatively motivated. I, I, I have to do this. Regardless if you like this or not, it doesn't matter. I have to do this. Nobody's pushing me to do it, but it, I'm driving myself to do it, and that's all that fucking matters. And it should be like that with a lot of the things you buy or you're into, right? You should be like, I am fucking, I, I love this. Like, if you're, dude, there's nothing more I loved when I ran into a sneakerhead and he, and the, the thing is, like, they wouldn't even talk about how much something was worth, you know? When I ran into a sneakerhead and he's talking about materials or he's talking about background about the shoe, I fuck with that, dude. I, I like people like that because they have a passion about something. And, and I, and if I can see that, through whatever it is i don't care what it is you like collecting like 13th century you know war items sure i don't know if those even exist anymore but um if i see that there's like attention and care about something that you also love collecting or doing i'm like dude i'm fuck yeah that's that's what it's about you know because sneakerhead culture you know it seems more or less now again like hey we heard people are hitting the lottery on this shit so let's go do it ourselves there's the thing I hate the fucking most, I cannot stomach, is when I and I, I run into people and they jump on whatever the trending thing is. Meaning, you know, these Pokemon cards, the fucking, the, 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 the shoes, even the podcasting, dude. Like, I'm telling you, like, I know that there are people who have been like, we're going to start a podcast and we're going to get fucking rich, dude, next week. We're the next Joe Rogues guy. Joe Rogan, move over, because it's us, you know? No, it's not going to fucking... Nothing has ever, ever done that unless you're Mark Wahlberg in a movie where he fucking sang at a concert and a group saw them, and he was like, fuck yeah, let's hire this guy. Or you're Mark Wahlberg in a movie where some people saw you playing in a park football, and they're like, you should play for the Jets. Or you're Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I don't know if he did another movie like that, but he tends to get the roles where he's like, hey, I'm an average guy, guy, you know? Like... What do you want me to play for the Jets? Of course I play for the Jets. What are you talking about? You know, unless you're that guy, I doubt it's ever going to fucking happen. You know, like there's a, there were some countless stories I heard of people. They were like uh, musicians who are big musicians now that were like, oh, I, I used to go to concerts thinking like, uh, you know, was name whatever band would see me in the crowd and be like, do you play guitar? Can you sing? Get up here. You know, because that's what we do. We have We have this like huge imagination of like, what things, uh, how things can go right for us, right? These delusions of grandeur. We like, that's going to happen, you know? And I think a lot of times like now, if you're not in it for, uh, and I hate this word cause it's been so fucking overused. It, it doesn't have the same stamp that it used to, but if you're in it for the culture, if you're in it for the, like the love of the thing, then everything else will follow with that, you know, because if you're not looking to like immediately, I don't know, get rich or become famous off of the thing you do, like, you know, I, I sometimes have a, uh, I'm like, man, are these YouTubers really hitting? Are they really having these moments of like, 
of the most perfect moment of their life captured on camera on one of their week's episodes. I'm like, some of this has to be set up. And most of it is. 100% most of it is set up. It has to be, right? Like, in a percentage, I got to say 70% of it is like, you know, it's going to happen. You know, whether it's a guy pulling a car and like, or, or a guy coming up on a come up on a shoe or at a garage sale or whatever the case is, you name the video. I got to be like, dude, some of it has got to be set up because you got to keep us wanting coming back for more. Right. So, you know, I'll see these. Uh, you can kind of tell the difference between some of these videos. You know, I now I, I watch this guy named Rami. I think his name is he runs a he helps run a shoe store in L.A. called Cool Kicks. I believe I don't know. Don't hold me to this. I came across his shorts on YouTube and, uh, you know, it was cool. You see his buying process. You see him being real with people. Um, that could be stage two. Some, some of the shoes he brings in or whatever uh, can be staged. I'd like to think right now, as of now, it's not. It's all real. But who knows, you know? But it's cool because you get to see this guy uh, uh, tell people like, <laughs> like, hey, Yeezys aren't really selling for us anymore. And you have to watch people be like, Oh, but I invested fucking thousands. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, sorry. He kind of tanked his own stock, which right now, the funny thing is right now people are trying to unload them, right? Because easy. And even, but imagine if you just held on to these motherfuckers and he, if he becomes relevant again or on the top again, what the fuck are those going to cost then? And yeah, sure. The, 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 the shoe shop, whatever the, is going to kick themselves. Everybody's going to kick themselves who had the Yeezys. Cause that's the thing. It's like, you always have to hold like. When it comes to collections and stuff, you just have to hold. Like, even regardless of if he does have a comeback or not, just having the shoe, period. Uh, real quick, though, on that, there was this clip that's circulating, and I remember watching this on YouTube. Uh, there was a vintage resale shop in Los Angeles called Round 2, right? And they used to do a roundly week up, a round, a weekly, I did that backwards, a weekly roundup of people coming into their shop and shopping with them and all that stuff, and... uh there was this one episode, okay, that the Yeezy Zebras, the 350s, I think they were called. If you look them up, you'll see the shoe. It looked nice. I'm not going to lie to you. I wanted a pair of Yeezys too back in the day. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm good. But uh, there was this pair that uh, that had gotten released. It was They were super hyped. They were the Zebras, right? It was the first time I think they did a different color. Because they usually did like a black, a white, off-white kind of colors, whatever. Anyways, a tan Dude, this guy goes in with like four or five boxes of heat in shoes, right? These are great fucking shoes. They tell him they, they want to sell these zebras for almost, I believe, 1800 I believe, okay? His shoes that he brought were like, to them, worth 1300 So they're like, oh, okay, we'll just pay the difference and we're all good. And then the guy was like, oh, man, like, can, you know, can I just, let's just, I mean, you know really and truly guy can we all agree real quick no shoe is worth two thousand fucking dollars unless you can hang upside down and you can walk on walls like what the fuck are we doing dude it's so crazy this shoe was they were saying this shoe was worth two thousand dollars when it had dropped for retail 230 okay still too fucking much but okay they wanted two G's for this fucking shoe. This guy brought in six pairs. He was like, hey, dog, cleaning out my collection for these shoes. 
dude, they tell him you don't have enough. You need $600 more. Finally, one of the other uh, owners of the shop or, uh, I don't know, the manager of the shop comes and is like, no, you know what? We'll do it. Like, it's all good. Guy's like, oh, yeah. And so you see the guy holding his zebra pair of Yeezys. And you're like, ah, and he's so stoked and he's all happy. And that was good for then. But the reason the clip is going around virally is because they released that shoe six fucking times, dude. So not only did this guy give away so many pairs of his shoes that were worth so much more money than that one shoe combined, but they ended up releasing that shoe six more times in limited, but still, if you will, mass production, right? So instantly, that guy's shoe tanks, dude. It's like the fucking stock market. If you don't know how the stock market works, just watch the fucking shoe game, dude. It's like this guy bought so fucking high, but because the market got saturated, his shit tanked, dude. And, they, and I mean, he lost six pairs of shoes for one, dude. It's crazy. And that, sh- and that, and I see that clip every now and again. It comes up, and people are like, "Man, fuck! If that guy only knew the future." But dude, you can't know the future, right? You can't know what's gonna happen. That guy was super happy on the day he thought. And I remember watching the video when it released on YouTube. I was like, "Oh man, that's crazy! Those shoes must be worth that much." But I, again, I was younger. I was dumber. Now I know. Obviously, nothing. No shoe is worth two fucking grand unless you can walk up on on the walls and hang like the fucking Lost Boys. You know what I mean? Like fucking wild dude and i know i started this off of talking about apple i'm fucking gonna have to circle back at some point maybe i don't know but you know what no fuck no they don't deserve it i'm gonna tell you right now they don't deserve this shit they didn't release much you can look it up if i had my other phone on me i'd give in detail but you know what it's not even fucking worth it it's not gonna be keep your fucking 13 or 14 it's the same shit i promise you you're not missing out the only thing what they added the dynamic island which is like uh, like, why did we need that again? Uh, you know? So anyways, look, dude, that's it for me for this week. I appreciate you listening every week. I appreciate you guys. Um, wherever you're listening to this, you know, subscribe, like, follow, whatever you got to do, man. Help us get up there. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you next week. Later.